All right, you guys, welcome to another edition of the Temple of Who podcast. I'm your co-host, Coach Maples, a.k.a. Jay Mapes. Here, as always, with Kings and Jordan. Fellas, what's going on? NBA Finals officially started, man. Denver loses at home for the first time. How the hell y'all doing, first of all? Good. Move. Graduation season, fellas. Oh, congrats. The uh, Kings is a doctor now. Salute to my guy, man. So let's let's get that out the way. Salute to my guy, Doctor Kings. I'm have to change the uh change my intro on the pod going forward. Coach Maple's here with Doctor Kang. Um, (laughs) let's get right to it. Uh, we weren't didn't get back to you guys after game one, but uh, my game one Nuggets defeat the Heat 104-93. Joker triple double. Uh, first playoff game. Uh, Heat weren't really threatening the Nuggets at all. Uh, game two, different story. Heat come out ready to play. Nuggets actually counter, go up 12. But the uh, second half, particularly the fourth quarter, all, all Miami, 36-25. Um, man, lots to go down, lots to read down here. Man, Jimmy Butler, 25, 21 points, nine assists. Huge, big, three big fourth quarter buckets. Bam, 21-9-4, and four, probably the best I've ever seen him play considering the uh, stakes at hand. Gabe Vincent continues the hot streak, 23 points, um, four for six from three. Max Struess, welcome to the party, 14 points and four for 10 from three. Duncan Robinson, huge eight-point spurt to start the fourth quarter. Uh, kind of got the heat going there late when it was touch and go. On the, uh, on the, Denver, on the Denver side, Joker, incredible Joker, incredible game. 41 points, 11 rebounds, only four assists. Though. I think that definitely was part of Miami's game plan. Um, Michael Porter Jr., rough game on both ends. Um, we'll get into what Mike Malone said in the post game, but I feel like a lot of that was directed at him. He just didn't want to call out one guy. Um, Jamal Murray, 18 points, 10 assists. Didn't really get going until late. Also think the Heat made a key adjustment, switching Jimmy on to him. I think that had a lot to do with him not being as explosive. Um Wild, wild game, man. So I just uh, – what I want to do is go around, hear you guys talk about, you know, what you think changed most from game one and uh, what you saw in game two. I'll start with you, Kings. Go for it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously it's two things. One, game one, you know, Heat shot horribly until the fourth and uh, made a better game once they started shooting better. Jordan's brought that up when the Heat shoot horribly. They're very beatable. When the Heat shoot lights out like tonight or today, they look unstoppable. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> that's, that's that's the main thing, the Heat shooting. Another thing is, you know, and I've said this and other people said it, it's just the how you defend the Nuggets. And, you know, obviously, like, I think people just need to understand, first of all, multiple things can be true, number one. Just because we say, you know, making Jokic a score allows you to defend them better doesn't mean, you one, you will stop the Nuggets. Two, you will beat the Nuggets. <laughs> Nobody's saying right. because you do those things, you automatically win. They're saying the best way to defend them has been the case. And if you look at this playoff, somebody brought it up. The Nuggets have lost four games. In those four games, Jokic has scored 30-plus. So every game he hasn't scored 30-plus, they've won. Every game he scored 30-plus, they lost. Now, that doesn't mean necessarily that if he scores 30-plus, you're in great position because they could have won tonight. You know what I mean? They could have beat the Suns the game that he scored 50 but what it does, though, is that, one, it takes away the quality looks from these other guys. These other guys are not that good creating outside of Murray. So if they're not getting nice, easy looks, 
it's going to be hard for them to get in the rhythm and make shots. Hence why they were cold. Because you know, if you're if you're not if you're playing more straight up, you're taking away the easier opportunities from from these guys. Two, you also make Jokic work a little bit more. Um, you know what I mean? Like make him move, you know, make him have to exert energy on offense, which will now further compromise what can what him on defense, right? He's he's been good defensively this year. I, I can even say that, even though somebody I've critiqued him, he he's played definitely uh better defense than than uh, most people have given him credit for but when you're having him move you're having him uh, score so much and and then the way that he play constantly putting him in actions da shows all that it's it's like the last said when i told people curry's not gonna have legs in the in the second round against the lakers people are like oh wait no what are you talking about it's like no the offensive load takes a toll bro when you're having to yep. score facilitate and then defend too like that takes its toll like they're human they're human beings bro like this is undeniable so when you make Jokic, when you try to make Jokic score, that, that that's another thing. You make you wear him down a little bit, and you take others out the game. It's a pick your poison thing. Not guarantee the work because he can easily still win the game, scoring forty points, and, and you know guys can hit their shots and you lose the game. Like it's not a guaranteed thing, but it's like the LeBron situation, and and that's praise. When we say you have to guard Jokic like that, it's praise because when you're a certain level of, of player. Like, if you're a certain guy, and it's like, okay, well, we just double-team this guy, make him a playmaker, we'll be fine because he can't really playmake. Like, that's easier to game plan against than a guy who's like, can't double him, he's going to pick us apart, he's going to score 40. At that point, the coach is like, we got to pick what's the best option for us to win the game. Like, this is just a hard decision for a team to make. At the end of the day, teams are just going to try and do what's their best chance to win. That's the best chance to win, or at least to defend Denver these past week. And real quick, before I go to Jordan, what I did see, I saw the tweet you put up about the Lakers doubling strong side and not rotating. The Nugget, the Miami A, never doubled from right the strong side in front of Jokic. And when they did, the rotation was excellent. And they kept forcing an extra pass, and they scrambled out of that like just very well. I think that's why the assists were down for uh, for Jokic. A lot that went into it. They just were way more cleaner with that. Like you made fun of the Lakers; they just double strong side, didn't rotate over, and were giving guys wide open shots all series. So, like, <laughs> I understand what you're saying. You're 100 right, um, Jordan. Yeah, I mean, I think Kings alluded to a lot of uh, <clears throat> what what I think too, and, and really it starts with with shooting the ball well and that goes for Denver too you know what I mean like these are the top two three-point shooting teams of the entire postseason and uh, both teams shot pretty poorly in game one game two the heat come back almost shoot 50 percent and uh, you know from Denver's side though I'm looking at it and I'm like you know really you only got a good game out of Jokic everybody else played poorly and not up to their standards and you still almost won the game so I think that there is some positivity and and kind of like what Michael Malone alluded to and I think you, you mentioned he was talking about Jamal Murray. I think he's talking about Michael Porter Jr. Because that dude is way too good to be scoring five points. One of six. No, I said I said he was talking. To, I said he's talking to one guy. It was MPJ. Oh, okay, okay. I'm, yeah, I'm, well, he was talking to Michael Porter Jr. Yeah, definitely talking to Michael Porter Jr. Uh, I said before the series, I was like Michael Porter Jr. is the key to what Denver can do because he's six ten. Man, he's getting guarded by like Max Struess and Gabe Vincent, bro. Like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, he has to be better. Well. I think what King said and what you said was hand in hand. When you put Jokic in a position where he's not racking up assists and make those other guys have to create for themselves, the efficiency goes way down. So I think that's where their their down play came from. And again, it's a chess match. So now it's up to um, Malone to adjust. Okay, what were they doing where I can get guys more advantageous looks? 
Um, I think listening to Malone and the pressure, he was more concerned about their defense, which I agree because one of the best things is when Denver gets stops, Jokic can run the break and get them in get them in uh something easy early. Uh they were taking the ball out every time almost in the fourth quarter, facing a very a set defense. They had um, you know, Miami had keys about what they were going to do. Uh, I think Jimmy again took the challenge on, on Murray. You know, Murray's a great player, but I think Jimmy really, really made him work in those isolation situations. Um again, they just put guys in position where they weren't getting good looks off of Joker's playmaking. Just just the sheer volume. Uh KCP only four shots up. Aaron Gordon only seven shots up. Michael Porter Jr. only eight shots up. It's because yep. Joker's not creating the looks for them. Like the, the just the volume isn't there. And that's kind of, you know, kind kind of what hand in hand with what King said as far as them not making, you know, not allowing him to be, you know, not to upset what Spo said, not making him be a scorer versus a, a passer. I just think they want to put him in positions where Jokic is not the one creating the looks because it gets too, you know, it, it gets dicey. I think I've said it all playoffs. No teams were able to do it. It's okay to let, you know, Joker have the 30, 40. You just can't have him have that and then the 12, 13 assists. Because that's when you've just done nothing to him. I think, like, holding Joker to four assists, like, that, that's amazing to me from the – from the Heat defense, so like I got just this just more, and then I thought also something underrated. Jimmy was having an awful game, had a really big fourth quarter, hit the big three in the corner, contested, got the air one, another bucket. Just those were all things, and obviously I said Duncan Robinson, the eight point um, eight point burst to start the quarter to force the timeout. I think they this. I think Miami hit on everything you have to do to beat Denver. A, you got to keep Joker's. Uh, assist down. You have to shoot it well from three. You have to kill Denver in the non-Joker minutes, which they did in the second half. I thought they that that was a big key. They uh, eliminated their bench, and then you know you don't let the others get you. And I just started to think like Miami hit it right on the head, and we got a series now, man. I'm, I'm excited to see where this goes. You think they can replicate that three more times? Uh, I mean, I picked Denver in six. I think I think um, if Bam's going to play like that, they'll be in every game. Because it's, it's not just that Bam is 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 you know making is is defending and rebounding well. It's that he's making the the playmaking aspect from the five position is making is making Denver uncomfortable defensively. So if he stays engaged offensively, I think that's a problem for Denver. Yeah, potentially. I still pick Denver in six, but I just it's I just I think Miami's going to get two here, and I think you know obviously Miami thinks they can win the series. Just how they're cut, I just I can't say enough about you know just Eric Spolster, man. That game one, the game two adjustment, um, Joker triple double. He says, okay, we're going to take this away. We're going to limit the other guys, kind of let Joker get off, and it's weird, man. It's kind of like. We're watching like a. It's gonna be sound funny, but like a seven foot LeBron, like he doesn't have the athleticism, but he'll shoot forty five percent from three. But he's got the playmaking, the decision making, the finishing. <laughs> it's like it's it's very strange, man. Watching like this the same exact impact offensively, but the package comes way differently. Like it's very strange to like see that. But that's yep. where he. That's where Joker is on his playoff run. Like not to sound sacrilegious, because LeBron is like way up there, but the impact has kind of been on that level. Yeah, that's true. 
Absolutely. I mean, somebody told me, they said, I think Jokic might be in the LeBron level of IQ. I mean, he's been there. I mean, he, he's been there, man. And that's why you have to guard him certain ways because he's just too smart. Like, it's just it's just a losing play when you just defend him a certain way. Like, it's just not the best thing you want to do. So it's a testament to how good he is. But, you know, some people have to know the game a certain way to get that. And it's understandable. Like Spo said, man, the, the untrained eye, bro. <laughs> the untrained eye. And even people took his response differently than they should have. Yeah. I think the biggest thing, too, also from uh, Spo, is when you watch the Heat, they didn't do the same thing over and over again. Because that's also how great players get you. You think something's working, and then they see how you're doing it, and they adjust from there. A lot of different looks. Sometimes they double, sometimes they didn't. Uh, the doubles came from different areas. I think that also was a big key. They didn't give them too much of the same thing. I think that's also why uh, the assists were down. Um, let's get into some of the post-game stuff from both coaches, uh, deeper into that. Uh, first on Denver side, Jordan mentioned it earlier. Um, Malone did not like their effort uh, today in game two with the NBA. He's like, we're in the NBA finals talking about effort. He was very disgusted. He said that, you know, there are guys on his team who – let the fact that they weren't making shots affect their effort on the court the whole game. To me, I was he was talking to one guy because uh, I, I had been singing Michael Porter Jr.'s praises all playoffs about finally rounding out himself as a player. But tonight it just was not there on both ends, late on rotations, uh, not as active on the glass, had 10 rebounds last game. I think he had maybe had three or four tonight. Um, that's kind of what I saw. What did you guys think about kind of what, what Malone said after the game? With the with the series one one now they lost for the first time at home. What do you guys think about his his comments on the presser? Um, he kind of, I mean, he knows how to how to spark his team. He knows oh. how guys are going to respond to. He's been there for years now. At this point, he wouldn't do something that um, he knows wouldn't be effective. So I think he knows how certain guys are going to respond to the comments he made. He'll never name or I single somebody out because I mean, you can make the statement for. Murray, but at the same time, I mean, for MPJ, but you could also say it applied to Murray. You know, he didn't guard <laughs> because he wasn't hitting shots, right? And he was getting, but getting his, his butt busted by Gabe Vista. So it's, you know, that's how Co Malone coaches. But, uh, yeah, I mean, MPJ, you got you to find ways to help your team when your shot's not falling. And uh, that goes in line with what he was saying when he said defense was a bigger issue. Because even though the nug the, the Heat did what they wanted to do against Jokic, like people said, Denver still had a high uh, offensive rating, uh, you know, in, in this game. But like another person, one of my person said, another one of my mutual said, at the end of the day, though, it was trading three for two. It was very, you yeah, know, the looks yep. that, got, that Jokic got, the looks that Jokic got were great uh, in terms of, and he scored at a high rate, but your offensive rating can be great. But if you don't get the possessions because you're not getting the threes and the shots up and the other team is, is you're scoring two points, the other team scoring three points, you're still going to lose. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, um, to that done. point, Miami plus 18 from the three-point line tonight. And then so the, and great, the, Nuggets were plus, the Nuggets were plus 14 from the paint. Miami was plus 18 from the three-point line. The Miami Heat won by three. There's the game. Hmm. Yep. There it is. What you uh? What you think about what Malone said, Jordan? Yeah, I mean, I he's got a. I think this is a good wake up call. You know what I mean? I I think that Denver got kind of complacent, and they know they're the more talented team. They know they're the better team, and they kind of you know they got smacked in the mouth in that fourth quarter, and they you just see it on their in their faces like they were like they got they look shell shocked. You know what I mean? They looked absolutely shell shocked in the game, and 
also think you got to talk about uh, KCP too because he fouled two three point shooters on terrible oh, bone, yeah, bonehead plays, yeah. And like that's a that's a game right there. Like if he doesn't foul those two three point shooters, we're talk we could be talking about Denver winning the game possibly. So I definitely think they gotta they gotta be more focused next game. And I think you know, I think uh, Michael Malone, like uh, King said, he knows that team. He knows how to spark a fire. So I think that's just what he's doing here. Yeah. And then I also want to get you guys a deeper insight on kind of what uh, I'll poke fun at it a couple times. So Spolstra, uh, Spo in the post-game interview, Ramona Shelburne, she asked him about the question about making Jokic a, you know, a score versus a passer. And uh, Spo took a real offense to it. Um, he basically said that that's a question for the untrained eye. He feels like, you know, it's a lot more that goes into it when you make those decisions. He says Denver's running so much stuff that compromises you. It's so hard to, you know, to make that decision uh, on the court. I thought it was um, – I don't. I didn't think it was disrespectful. I think he was being flat out. I was like, you guys, like, you know, you really don't know what you're watching at this point because, you know, he's talking about Denver runs. Denver runs a gang of stuff to compromise you defensively and um, they make you have to make tough decisions. And Spo was talking about, you know, just – how much respect he had for Joker and Joker in that aspect. And did you have an issue with, you know, kind of what he said, what he said at all? I just thought it was funny. Yeah, no, it was a great answer. I, I don't have any issue. <laughs> I mean, he's right. At the end of the day, he's going to do what he wants. You know what I mean? And he, like we said on the show, got to limit him in one area if you can. Yep. And it, I mean, there's no issue. Like uh, it was gamesmanship too. At the same time, he's, he's, He's not going to downplay anything that Denver's doing as well. It's not going to tip his hand, but also he's right. Like, even if you, even if that's your game plan, like it's not easy to do, like Denver is not going to make it easy and just have joke uh, Joker ISO all game. They're going to run their stuff. They're going to try and get guys on the move and you're going to have to stay disciplined. Like it's not an easy thing to execute. So he was just saying, you know, it's not as easy as, Oh, we're going to just make him a score. Like, it's like, how do you do that? You know, what what do you do? They had to run a one three one in the fourth to kind of to get that going. You know what I'm saying? The Lakers had to completely take AD off and and stash him on non <laughs> on non shooters for them to get that that uh uh action to be going to limit what Denver's doing off ball. So it's it's not an easy thing. And you saw Denver Jokic killed that by passing the Jeff Green in the corner and him and Aaron Gordon hitting their three. So it's it's not easy thing to do, but uh. I mean, like I said, it's the most effective way of playing them in terms of limiting what they can do. Because if you could do what the Lakers do and you're doubling, especially from the strong side, you're going to get cooked. <laughs> like, uh, no, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. But even if you don't want to double and you want to make them a score, it's hard. De- Joker is smart. Uh, Denver runs a lot of good action. Like It's not an easy thing to do. All right. And before we get out of here um... – Keith, I do want to talk to you about something we did talk about recording. Um, a lot of the uproar was about, you know, Celtics and Laker fans who lost in the conference finals. Mm-hmm. Talking about, you know, what their t- their coach should have or shouldn't have done in terms of, you know, guarding, you know, defending the team that won. Um, you had a really good point about different play styles and personnel. I know the biggest, the big one that caught a lot of eyes was people talking about um, the difference between Bam and AD and why the Lakers couldn't attack a certain way or and it was about effort and we both agreed it was a little more that went into that. Um, Bam has a different skill set. Obviously, I would think Anthony Davis is a better player in a vacuum um, overall. 
just the offensive skill set just gives Miami a little more options. Kind of speak to what you were talking about. I thought it was a really good point about different play styles and matchups, making fights and, and things of that nature. Yeah, I mean, it's just just styles make fights. You know what I'm saying? It's the reason why you took off AD and put Rui on. Rui's just stronger down, you know, on, on, on his base. Same with LeBron. AD plays too high when it comes to guarding, having to guard post guys, which guys like Jokic, he's just strong to take advantage of. Offensively, AD can't play make. You know, the Heat spam DHOs how, how many times a game? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, you can't do that with Anthony Davis. You know, Vogel tried it. You know what I mean? They had those actions at the elbow, and it got clogged. It got clunked a lot because, you know, it's hard for AD to always make the consistent read like a Bam do. You know, Bam makes it look easy. These slip passes, these uh, the toss, tosses at the right angle like that looks easy when Bam doing because he's skilled. But AD, it's hard for him. So it's 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 – Easy to say you could make one adjustment or two adjustments here um, and it's, it'll be easy, but, like, what's the roster? Right? Like, what's your makeup? Like if, you go to, if you go to Boston, you know, Boston doesn't have a – still doesn't have a point guard. So it's hard for them to run half-court sets. They lost, uh, you know, even though Malcolm's not that good of a playmaker, he's still, you know, somebody who can do a little bit. So you lost some of the very little bit that you had of a very deficient aspect of your game – now you're getting into half-court execution battles with some of the best in the game when it comes to the Heat. They have Jimmy, they have Bam, who are very smart, intelligent playmakers, and you have Coach Spo and his actions. So it's and not, Lowry. <laughs> and then Lowry. Lowry yeah. Say what you want, Lowry. He's a smart player. So yeah, it's right. Like, it, it's, it's, not as e it's not that easy because you can say a coach may make adjustments. Sometimes the players, it's on the players to execute at the, at the same time. You know what I'm saying? If, if the Lakers was in, the Lakers were in almost every game they played, you know what I mean? Like yeah. they were like they lost, they got swept by a 24-point margin. You lost four games by a combined 24 points. Right, right, That's right. not coaching. You know what I'm saying? Coaching didn't tell LeBron to take the three-point shot when he had Jamal Murray on him. You know what I'm saying? Coaching didn't tell AD and LeBron not show up in the fourth quarter when your role players gave you a bunch of points and you was up double digits, had a chance to win on the road. Like coach, you know what I mean? Coaching didn't tell AD to not show up in game four when LeBron had 40 points. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that's not. That's, you know what I mean? Like, it can't just be – that's like a cop-out answer. And, uh, you know, some coaches have deficiencies. Like, I didn't like Devin Ham doubling from the strong side. Right. Like, I think you bailed Denver out in a lot of positions. But at the end of the day, they were still in every game. So, right. you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's got to be more than that. Yeah, I just wanted to speak to that. And, and to that, a lot of it is that it's more than one issue. I think a lot of people like to blame things on one thing. Like a lot went into, you know, the results that happened over the course of the series. So I just want you to speak on that. We talked about before we recorded. It's just every roster has so much different, different coaching styles, playing styles, and it all, you know, factors into the, the result of the game. Um, so prediction time. Um, I was Denver in six. I'm going to stick with it. I think they come back to Denver 2-2 at least. And then uh, – They'll they'll handle it in six. Um, Jordan, prediction time. What do you think happens? Miami, Denver wins two. They split it. What you got? I still think Nuggets close this in five. That's why you did say Nuggets in five. What you got, Kings? I'm still I'm still sticking with it. I think I think Nuggets can still get this in five. So, all right. Uh, you got they got the Nuggets winning the next the next two. Um, make sure you guys follow Jordan Rules TSP. Let's get the new. Can we get the new Twitter handle, Kings? I gave the wrong one. Get a new Twitter handle, please. Go follow Doctor Kings, Brandon. Doctor 
That's Dr. King's breath to y'all. Y'all hear that? Dr. King's breath. Follow myself, JJMemble55 underscore uh, MST. You guys be safe. We will be back to you after game three. The series got live. We're going to get back to y'all after game three. You guys be safe, and we are out of here. Oh, my God.